Do you like being scared? You're listening to Haunted Real Ghost Stories. A warning before we begin. The following is based on a real story and is not suitable for younger listeners. Do you hear the furniture creak at night? Or see a coat fall off the back of a chair when no one was around to disturb it? Are you sure no one was there? Have you ever heard of the Derry Vampire? This truly gruesome tale takes us back to the 5th century when Ireland was ruled by chieftains, where a remote townland called Slaughtaverty in Derry became renowned for being the home of Ireland's most famous vampire. The story is so disturbing that it's said that Bram Stoker based his novel Dracula on this vile creature known as Avertak. He was an evil ruler who took great pleasure in other people's suffering. It's said Avertak seemed to enjoy hearing his victims scream out in pain. But what people say really excited him was the sight of blood. He's said to have concocted methods of torture to have the human flesh pierced, slashed and melted, all so that he could see the deep red liquid flow from their bodies. Often these procedures could last for days or weeks, with each session bringing on fresh excitement for Avertak. Locals would describe their leader as a dwarf with severe deformities, who ruled with an iron fist from his castle fortress. He was feared by all... And although the tenants on his land wanted him gone, they were all too afraid to make any moves themselves for fear of retribution. So, in a secret meeting, they agreed to make contact with a brave and heroic chieftain called Kahan, who lived in a neighbouring town. After explaining their situation, Kahan agreed to the killing. He thought of many ways he could trap and kill his new opponent. He decided that the simplest way was the best. He didn't want any suffering, but a clean, swift death. The next evening, he approached the fortress and asked for a meeting with Avertak. Once he was close enough, he drew his sword and murdered the notorious chief. The locals were delighted. They praised and rewarded Kahan for his heroic deed. After much discussion, they agreed to lay Avertak to rest according to their custom. The practice at the time for a chieftain was to be brought to an empty field far from any homes and buried standing upright. There were great celebrations in the town that night. The drink flowed and the locals began to relax after living for so long in complete fear. They felt like they were finally free. People even began talking about demolishing the great castle. The next day, the townspeople were shocked to find Avertak back from the dead and in foul form. He demanded his subjects slash their wrists and put the blood in a bowl for him to drink. He gave instructions for this ritual to be repeated daily. Too terrified to refuse, they agreed to the gruesome offering. The locals scrambled to send a messenger to seek out Kahan and tell him what had happened. The great warrior returned to the fortress and again killed the evil tyrant... And again, the locals buried him in a lone grave, standing up. However, as they feared, the next day Avertak had returned from the grave as evil as ever. He once again demanded a bowl of blood cut fresh from the veins of his subjects. When Kahan heard the latest resurrection, he sought out the advice of a powerful druid. The holy man listened quietly and he filled with dread. 
Before replying, he took a long, deep breath. He explained that Avertak was what was known as a bloodsucker, a truly evil creature whose existence is kept quiet because they could never be killed. But, he continued, he could be stopped from returning from the grave. The druid told the warrior that in order for this to happen, he would have to slay Avertak by using a sword made from the wood of a yew tree. The vampire had to be then buried upside down, feet towards the sky, and thorns placed around the grave. Once this was done, a large capstone called a lect had to be placed over the burial site. The druid looked directly at Cahan and warned, Should the capstone ever be removed, Avertak would be free to walk on this earth once more. With everyone depending on Cahan and the evil leader on high alert, it became difficult to get close to his target. But one morning, when the blood-drinking monster was not expecting it, Cahan managed to sneak into the fortress and get close enough to drive the wooden stake into the tyrant's chest. His body was brought to a large empty field and the townspeople carried out the druid's instructions, placing a large stone over the burial site and planting a hawthorn tree beside it. They also built a large stone monument called a dolmen over the tomb to remind everyone what evil lay beneath and to warn them against accidentally setting him free to walk amongst the living. However, over time that dolmen was taken away piece by piece. If you were to go to that field today, only the large capstone and the hawthorn tree mark the exact spot that the vampire was buried. Locals in Derry call Avertak's final resting place the Giant's Grave. A few years ago, attempts were made to clear the field of the remaining markers that point to the vampire's location, beginning with the hawthorn. A crew brought in a chainsaw to cut down the tree. They started the machine, but once they stepped close to the tree, the chainsaw stopped working and, for some reason, couldn't be restarted. On returning to the truck outside the field, the chainsaw was tested once more and it purred into action. However, it stopped again once it was brought close to the graveside tree. Puzzled, the worker brought the piece of equipment to the local sawmill for inspection, but nothing could be found that would explain why it had suddenly seized up. Again, he returned to the hawthorn tree, and again the chainsaw seized up once the worker got within a few feet of the grave marker. It was decided then to tackle the large capstone that lay beside it. A digger was brought in to help with the lift. Brand new chains were fixed to the stone and attached to the digger. When the signal was given for the driver to lift... The huge mechanical arm struggled at first, and then, without warning, the heavy-duty chain snapped, cutting the hand of the worker on the ground. He looked on silently as the blood from his palm ran into the earth below. To this day, they haven't been able to remove the tree or lift the capstone. This podcast, Haunted Real Ghost Stories, was written and presented by me, Sarah Kelly. A photo of the vampire's grave taken by ruin hunter and photographer Ed Mooney can be seen on Instagram and Twitter at This Haunted Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review and tell a friend. It helps others to find the podcast. Theme music is by Mario Cole. Cover image is by Stefano Pollio. Thank you for listening.